Warning, what you are about to hear is born of long years of deep friendship, shared experience, brutal honesty, and the reconciling grace of Jesus Christ. Please, do not walk up to the first black or white person you know and start this sort of banter. It will not end well. Welcome to Racial Heresy, the show where two Episcopal priests, one black, one white, attempt to violate the established racial doctrines of American culture and provoke you to do the same. Allow me to introduce Father Jabril Ballantine, a take-a-knee-taken-back-of-the-bus protesting fist-in-the-air-living priest, husband, father, friend, and all-around good Negro. And this is my brother, Father Case Ramey, a national anthem-standing, rap-hating, social justice-preaching, American-as-apple-pie-eating, priest, husband, father, friend, and all-around high-quality cracker. How are you, my brother? I am blessed. I am doing well. It is so good to be back with you. Amen, amen. You know, we've been out of pocket for a little while. It's been good to see you. We did some work up there in Virginia at the seminary, uh, some cultural competency, which was a beautiful thing, a blessing. Mm, mm. Um, you know, they had a separate but equal. Um, yep, yep. I wish we could have could have been together and I could have been in your session and you could have been in mine. I know I had, um, you know, some explicit content flying back and forth, <laughs> had some seminarians uh, listening to some Jay Dilla and some KRS-One and and some uh, public enemy fighting the power. Uh, well, see, that that's where it's different right there. See, we were looking at art in my session. Yeah, see, 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 that's, you know, hip-hop is art, oh, but... <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, you know, while we've been out, John, and doing all this other training and having a whole lot of fun, there's been a whole bunch of stuff been going on. Oh, my Lord, has there. And, you know, it's it's been lighting my world on fire. You know, you should see my, my Facebook timeline has been has been the place to be, I guess, uh, with all the arguments going on back and forth. And it's just, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting space to be in as we look at the state of this country, as we look where this country is going um, and, and, and just... You know, just really taking it all, taking it all in with this whole protest and everything with, about the, of the national anthem and the protests of the protests of the national anthem, and mm-hmm. so you know, it's it's an interesting space to be. And I and and now, and, and, now and, interesting. Hold on now. Now, interesting <laughs> is a non-committal word, right? You gonna be interesting, right? Let Let's lay it out there, brother. It's not yeah. interesting. It's a damning place to be. Let me say it mm, that way. Mm, you know, it's, there it is. it's a frustrating place to be, you know, because, you know, and, and I say frustrating from a very real space because um, it's all it's always that we as black people in this country have to prove our allegiance to America. You know, mm. we have to prove that we are patriotic. We have to prove that we are American and that we want to be here, quote unquote, because anytime we have a disagreement with the country, the, the refrain is, well, you should go back to Africa. I mean, you know, really and truly, I probably would have stayed in Africa if your people didn't come over here, come over there and chain me up and drag me here against my will. So, you know, I probably would have been in Africa, but I'm here now and I love this country because I am, quote unquote, free in this country, or at least I can do this podcast to speak my mind and let you know how pissed off I am with the oppression in this country. But it's kind of asinine that always and forever, I have to, black people have to prove that we are aligned allegiance to this country. And so even as far as the president, you know, Barack Obama, the first black man to be elected president and the idiot who's running on the other side. Yes, I call him an idiot. 
is running on the other side is going to say that, you know, he's not an American. Yeah, he came out today and he backtracked his statement because he's in the middle of an election and he thinks that he might have a chance with something. I don't know what. But he came out and he made this whole birther movement, this whole thing about birth certificates. And yes, Hillary Clinton did have her stake in it too, so I'm not absolving her from her stake. But it's, it's she shares in her whiteness with this whole notion that black people must prove that they are American. And so we're going to call into question whether or not the president is American and we must see his birth certificate. As nobody has ever shown us Donald Trump's birth certificate. How do we know that this fool is American? We don't know, but no one questions it because white people's allegiance is never questioned. White people's patriotism is never questioned. And so we live in a world where, you know, Colin Kaepernick starts this whole thing where he kneels down at the national anthem and everyone's saying he's un-American, he's unpatriotic, he's not good for the country, he needs to just shut up and just play football. And so he goes and he kneels down and for the for the for the national anthem because he wants to protest the injustices that he sees around him. And now all of a sudden he's called into question. So when a black person has problems with this country, their allegiance to the country is called into question. But when a white person says that this country has gone off track, that we need to make America great again, they can be elected for president. And that is the frustrating conundrum that we find ourselves in in these times as we get ready to to do another episode of racial heresy like i thought i I thought it was a little more than just interesting yeah 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 it was a little more than just interesting yeah it's a lot it's a lot of good that, that that you draw there you know i myself um I'm a military veteran and um, have at least on Facebook remained silent um, and not really stood one way or the other. I, I, the the idea, you know, that you see in so many so many examples that you gave, right, about how um, how white folks are automatically patriotic, how white folks right. are automatically the the allegiance isn't questioned, and we can get into you know a, a couple of co- folks who get called on the carpet here and there, a couple. of couple of exceptions that um, really actually prove the rule, how few people, how few white folks really get right. challenged in the same way, um, uh, you know, uh, that, that just prove just how pervasive um, uh, that assumption is that you are patriotic. And if you are critiquing America, it is out of patriotism. And if you are supporting and encouraging America, then it is out of patriotism. And we probably do need to uh, specify that, you know, if you are Supporting and critiquing uh, white America, um, you know, you're good. And if you're uh, supporting white America and the systems that perpetuate <laughs> white America, then but I don't know, maybe that's another show. It, and it is it's it is just it's out there and it's it's intense right now. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is. It is very intense. And so you find yourself. I find myself. Let me not let me let me stop. Since you called me to the carpet for my noncommittal language earlier, I find myself um to, to not be abstract, but to be specific, I find myself wondering, you know, wh- what is it? You know, what is it? People say, you know, you had uh, idiot Lil Wayne. And, you know, I, I, you know, all idiots can be converted. So believe me, when I say somebody's an idiot, I'm not, I'm not saying that they're going to be an idiot in perpetuity because they can be converted. They can, they can have knowledge. They can gain insight. 
But somehow, you know, white folks are celebrating Lil Wayne today. And it's so ironic because white folks, you know, beyond liking his music and hearing it, you know, the, the young millennials or whatever that hear his music, you know, white society is, does not like Lil Wayne. You know, and, you know all the gold and, and the piercings and, and, and the dreads and, and, you know, walking around. You know, the white folks don't like it, but they love him today because he's saying that, you know, America is past racism. I've never experienced racism in my life. And so they, they hold him up and they hold him forward as, look at this. See, if this nappy-headed Negro can say that racism is dead, why can't you, Mr. Black Man in a collar, understand that we have gotten past racism? But the reality is, I cannot say that this country has a problem without my allegiance to this country being questioned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if my white brother or sister says that there is a problem in this country, we get to talk. We get to hear about it. We get I'm, to elect a candidate about it. I'm glad I can be here to protect you in this time, brother. I, I can be here to make our conversations okay, to give us <laughs> and you particularly permission uh, to have this conversation. I can't imagine where we would be without me here uh, for us. Oh, thank you, Mr. White Man. I appreciate you. Thanks be to God for sending you my way to allow me to have these sorts of conversations in a comfortable and well-suited environment where I know that I am safe and secure in my personhood, in the image of God in which I have been created. And, you know, that, 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 that brings up the question, because everyone always says, you know, we, 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 we try here at Racial Heresy to stay true to form. And we talk about um, established racial doctrines. We talk about the heresy in the light of the gospel and what the gospel is calling us to. And so the established racial doctrine, at least for me, is kind of clear that um, uh, the allegiance of white people is never called into question. Uh, uh, that is the doctrine. That, mm. that you know that 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 white folks have the right to 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 love this country as they see fit, and that love can be you know harmonious and flowery and glowing love. That love can also be critical love. That love that corrects and that love that shapes and and tries to reform and appeals for reform. They can love in the fullness of love, but mm. anyone else has to love in the way that white folks feel comfortable with you loving. Yeah. So yeah. my love cannot be, I'm kneeling because I love this country and I want this country to be better. No, 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 no. You can only love by just shutting up and playing football. And so that is the doctrine that, 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 that the allegiance of, of white people in this country is never questioned. Well, then I think the answer to that doctrine is to allow black people uh to to question uh what they will about the patriotism to question allegiance and to and to just to give that same right of of uh allegiance and patriotism and questioning and not questioning patriotism um and being able to critique america that that seems like the right place then to pick up on this heresy Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we know, like they say all the time in politics, power never concedes nothing without a demand. And so unless 
those in power have some sort of demand placed on them, that 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 idea, that ideal to which you aspire right there won't happen. I mean, white folks en masse will not give black people the space to critique this country and have that criticism be one of love. And so what power, to what power can we appeal? You know, we must appeal to a power that is undeniably, undeniably supreme, undeniably greater. And that's what we do. The gospel, mm. you know? Mm. And so, you know, it, it, it's, it's like you said earlier in, in our prep call that, that Jesus Christ himself said, he turned, they said, they did the, the scribes, the Pharisees, those who were the, the stewards of power, those the, the ones who doled out power, they came to Jesus and they said, uh, to whom should you pay taxes? You know, should you pay taxes to Caesar? And then Jesus turns to them and he says, give me a coin. Whose face is this? Oh, it's the emperor's. Okay, well, then you render to Caesar what is due to Caesar. But you render to God what is due to God. And therefore, yes, we are aligned with the state. We are aligned with the government to a point. And that point is so long as that government, as that state is in allegiance with God, because push come to shove, if we have to choose between state and God, our allegiance is to God. And so ultimately what that then becomes is we are aligned with the state so long as that state is aligned with God. Now, when that state is out of line with God, then we have a choice. Do we continue to go over the cliff with the state? Or do we choose to abandon the state, which is what white folks want to tell us to do when the country goes afoul? Or do we love the state enough to try to find a way to call the state to attention, to account, so that we can all begin to walk worthy again of the calling to which we have been called, the upward call of Christ? Well, and you know, I, I want us to go even further. You know, we talk about we talk about the patriotism and we talk about allegiance and we talk about the state and alignment of the state with with God and us with God. And, and so us with the state. So far, all of that. I, this is all too narrow. I think the heresy here, the oh. real heresy, the depth of this heresy goes beyond this questioning about your right or my right to 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 critique the state or where our allegiance to our country lies. The the heresy here is that Jesus questions jesus questions not just us jesus questions our allegiance to everything and that is everything that is not god right everything that is not love everything that is not good everything that is not light everything that would draw us away from that relationship and so the heresy here is not that not that you know, white people shouldn't be questioning allegiance of black people or black people shouldn't be questioning allegiance of white people or, or it, it, you and I should be able to quite, no, no, no. It is, it, it is so far beyond that, that Jesus questions our right. allegiance to everything. And right. that, as scary as it sounds, is gospel. That is, that is freedom and, and, and love. And, and that, that is, that is a truth. Right. That is going to set us free. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and it sets us free, you know, because people always say, oh, you Christians, you, 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 you sound so Pollyannish. 
But no, 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 really and truly, we're not talking about, you know, superficial theology here. It sets us free because it frees us from being in bondage to an oppressive force. It frees us from being in bondage to anything that would tear us away from the love of Christ. It frees us from being in bondage to a, to a system, rather, that would hold us silent, that would force us to be silent, that would, that would compel us to take comfort around racism and bigotry and, and brutality and oppression. It frees us from that and it calls us to something greater where we don't have to fear speaking up and speaking out because we know that so long as we are aligned with God, everything is well with our souls. And that is where we want to be. And that is what we want to be. And so it's a deeper kind of freedom than just saying, oh, you don't have to worry about this stuff because God's got us in the end. No, it frees us to, to, to divest ourselves of that oppressive system because we know that there's something better. And all we have to do is aspire to that better. And so we can't aspire to that better if we just tell each other to shut up and we don't hear each other when we hurt. We can't be one if we tell each other, oh, just shut up and play football and, and you don't have any, any reason to, to talk about this. Or if you don't like this, just go back to Mexico or go back to Africa or go back wherever you came from because this land is my land. It wasn't made for you, just for me. Unquestioned um, allegiance. Bringing everybody into an allegiance to a broken system isn't the answer. That's just wow. a perpetuation of, of uh, a broken doctrine. The yeah. gospel truth that, that you've talked about and you have highlighted so eloquently, right, is that in allegiance to Christ, first and foremost, in allegiance to God, is that freedom to love in all manner of ways, right? right? Love that, that uplifts and love that critiques and corrects and discipline and love that encourages and, and makes whole. And that, that is good news. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and that's what we are about, beloved. That's why we ask you to be on this heretical journey with us. That's why we implore you to be racial heretics, because, you know, the, the, what you see out there, what we see day in and day out is not love. We're not even thinking about love. And, and, and what the gospel calls us to is to, to, to love one another in, in deep and real ways. And so in order for us to, to, to get there, we have to be able to be authentic, to be honest in, 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 in everything that we're, that we're doing. And so we're asking you, we're urging you, we're imploring you, especially in these times, that you would risk it all and exercise whatever power and privilege you have to become a racial heretic. So we ask you to join us and join in and post your comments on the website. Uh, share with us as you can. I'm a Father Jabril. And I'm Father Case. And we are asking you to become racial heretics with us. So now here it is, your moment of sin. God knows I have been nothing but blessed. My whole path, my, these 33 years have been nothing but a blessing. I have, I have never, and I'm, never is a strong word, I've never dealt with racism. And I'm glad I didn't have to. 
I thought it was over. I still believe it's over. Your money. Yidi, oh, mighty power of that chopper, sister, brother, son, daughter, father, motherfucker, copper, got the Maserati dancing on the bridge. Pussy popping, tell the coppers, ha 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 ha. You can't catch them, you can't stop them. I go by them goon rules. If you can't beat them, then you pop them. You can't man them, then you mop them. You can't stand them, then you drop them. You pop them, cause we pop them like. Over red and baka In the thinnest scare I open the Lamborghini Hoping them crackers see me Like look at that bastard Weezy He's a beast, he's a dog He's the motherfucking problem Okay, you're a goon, but what's a goon? To a gobbler Nothing, nothing You ain't scaring nothing On some faggot bullshit Call him Dennis Ryman Thank you for listening to Racial Heresy Be sure to visit our website Racialheresy.com To post your questions, comments, and feedback and to share your own stories of life as a racial heretic. Want to hear more? You can find past episodes of Racial Heresy on iTunes and the Racial Heresy website. Want to hear even more? Invite Racial Heresy to speak at your conference, council, church, training, or event. Email us at ebonyandivory at racialheresy.com or visit our website for information on speaking engagements.